Sounds like a good fun episode. Mm. This one, so it, for for a change, it's not going to make me feel sick. It's been, we have been a bit, let's say, maudlin recently. I've been. They've all been pretty dark. I mean, Mike's been. Recently. Mike's picked the last couple, and he's always, <laughs> even my movie pick. Your movie pick was bleak and depressing, you know what I mean? like a was... grim Derby town. <laughs> we went to Starlin's Cannibal Island. Oh, don't worry, we'll be bleak again next week. Um, back back to normal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. <laughs> oh well. Right, let's thank some new return listeners. I just like to say you can follow us on Facebook and Cutting the Bull in the post-truth apocalypse, YouTube and Apocalypse Bull, and SoundCloud and Spotify and most other podcasting platforms at Cutting Through the Bull in the PTA. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, follow, send us a message. Link up your friends. Link up your friends with us. Use us to make new friends. Yeah. Run up to people and just put us in their phone. Become our friends. Mm. Chat away to us. We don't mind. Well, we'll see who. Well, it depends if you're a weirdo or not, obviously. Although we do use that term rather broadly. <laughs> I mean, like, if you're not a weirdo, we won't be contacting you back. If you're a weirdo, you're one of us, so... Right, let's thank some new and returning listeners. Edinburgh in the UK, Lubin in Poland, Orpington in the United Kingdom. That's an odd one. I haven't heard that one. one. Yeah. I know where that is. Orpington, Perth in Australia, Los Angeles, California. What the fuck was that? Australia. Uh, <laughs> That's a really just, bad Australian accent. We've just lost any Aussie listeners now. I'm sorry. Uh, I apologise <laughs> for Australian listeners. We've got one in Sydney as well. Frankfurt and Maine in Germany. Tucson in Arizona. Tucson. Well, they should swap the C and the S round then. I would have said Tucson to be fair. <laughs> Spring Valley, New York in America. Bengaluru, India. Ashburn, Virginia, Guadalajara, Spain, and Dublin, Ireland, top. Thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Very much appreciated. Like I say, reach out and touch us. So, a lot of people have claimed to have sex with aliens. I've got you. Well, I've got eight new ones and two that I really liked from last time, so I've kind of carried them over. There's been a lot on, like, you know, weird news with ghosts and aliens, hasn't there? When we've uh, talked about them. Usually in the Daily Star, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Daily Star. It was actually a bit of a toss-up this week for me because I was going to go for spectrophilia, which is making love to ghosts. Ooh. And I thought, and then I found some more people who had sex with aliens. I was like, it's time for a part and do it. Well, we've we'll, we done spectrophilia. Uh, I did a spectrophilia spectacular oh, yeah. for a Halloween episode. Oh, man. One of the early ones. Go check it out. That is going back. Is that what? Oh, we did the Ghostbusters as well, didn't we? Ghostbusters debate. Maybe yeah. it's one we'll revisit. Mm. Maybe that can have a lot part. Of ce- dirt. A lot of celebrities think they're having sex with ghosts, apparently. God. Yeah, don't know why. Uh, do you know what? Right, I can't even get fucking laid anyway. And there's all these people <laughs> having sex with ghosts. What the fuck? And aliens. I know, man. Come on. Give me a break. Some, even an alien. Come on. I don't <laughs> mind. Well, Simon Parks, who's a Labour councillor in the UK, I believe he still is a Labour councillor in the UK at the time of recording. He looks like a Labour councillor, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm a Labour councillor. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what explains that one? <laughs> I'm, I'm the 
something like this, man. I think he looks a bit like a vicar. It's the look. It's the look mm. in the eye. I think it is more than anything. The eyes give away a lot, don't they? So, well, in 2013, City Council of the Seaside Stakesby in the UK, which is near Whitby up north. Ah, oh, Whitby. Claimed he had a sexual relationship with an entity he called the Cat Queen. Well, that wow. sounds kind of sexy, though. I'm picturing like Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> See, I'm going with more Chitara. Oh, Chitara. That's what, that's what I've just seen one, straight no. away. Chitara off of Thundercats. Why do you like those schnarf? <laughs> <laughs> You'll see schnarf. You like sleeping with men. Because you like sleeping with mentally ill people. <laughs> I don't know. Schnarf, schnarf. <laughs> oh. God, he was a pointless character. Oh, he was, oh, he's, he was he's comic. He was the comedy value, wasn't yeah, he? That yeah. was it. He didn't need comedy. You had Mum Riley ever living. <laughs> he was a comedian. <laughs> well, Simon Parks has been having a relationship with the Cat Queen, even fathering a daughter named Zarka with his alien mistress. Oh, dear. He believed that his first extraterrestrial encounter was in the womb. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Take it, pedo. <laughs> I don't think he had sex with the cat queen in the womb. That's just, what he's saying. He just remembers that his first encounter. Oh, okay. It wasn't a sexual one. No. <laughs> no. Although there are some dubiously noncy aliens in this list. And one who is an outright nonce. I'd pick that up reading it. He also remembered another in his crib at six months old and a being reached out to him with two green stick things like bean balls. And uh, again, not a sexual encounter, Mike. <laughs> he's, he says he's had these all his life, basically. He's been, I guess, in a way, groomed. he's been groomed, exactly. Mm. That's what it sounds like, if he's been <laughs> genuine, like. Yeah. Or is having quite vivid dreams, right? Thing, thing is, how right. Can you, but how can you remember your first encounter in the womb? I mean, come on. Even at a crib. Yeah. When's your first memory? Well, my first memory. about four or five, I think. Mine is mine's about two. You can't remember, like, in being in a crib. You, your memory's just not formed. Two, yeah, you might get away with that. Mm. I remember breaking my foot, and I was about three. Mm. I hadn't long been walking. They started to walk, too. Yeah, just... So I'd probably be, I hadn't been walking that long, so I, I remember doing... That was a very painful moment for so me. So that's, that's a very that's traumatic why. moment, isn't yeah. it? So you're bound to remember that, aren't you? Yeah. But, they, but then... Right, uh, let's play but you Devil's pushing, Advocate. You are this. pushing it with that, though. That, I mean, I, I'm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Normal humans. <laughs> fucking highly, highly, highly unlikely he's going to remember the crib. But. Okay, let, let's put it this way. If he is genuinely being groomed, shall we say, by a, an alien species, yeah, from the time he was in his mother's womb. Mm. What's to say they haven't enhanced his brain power and memory and things like that? Well, just just through just through what they've been prodding and poking him with whatever throughout his life, maybe that in itself has just enhanced his memory and the traumatic event. Well, your devil's advocacy might actually have a point because he claims that the mom, the, the the encounter in the crib was him meeting his real mom, right? Who has got these green, pointy fingers, like bean poles? And he's saying he, he overheard. He replied, to, "Sorry, the being apparently overheard him saying those aren't mummy's hands." I don't know how much conscious, don't know how much cognitive thought you've got going on at that point. Mm-hmm. 
and she replied to him saying, I am your real mother, I am your more important mother. Maybe he's got some mommy issues going on as well. Here's the other thing. We always, we always laugh at people that say they... We, we, we do. We always do. That's the point See, of the podcast. Mm-hmm. But we always laugh at people that have been abducted and things like that. I don't laugh at people who have been abducted by aliens. I'm all for it. Well, not for me, obviously. No, but a lot know. of the time, we kind of generally poo-poo their accounts and things like that you we don't, guys we don't generally believe don't, them don't put me in your basket of skepticism okay. i'm always on the fence as you know mike's on the yeah, fence obviously. i'm always up for an alien you know that the point i was getting to is though we all of us in here collectively we all believe in aliens we all believe there's other other beings within the universe we're not the only fucking ones yeah mike's on the fence no no i believe, <laughs> that. I believe no, that. I, pretty I, much I'd stick my neck out, and I, I would. I, I know I'm speaking for you guys, but I'm pretty sure we're all intelligent enough to know we ain't alone, yeah. Yeah. So we've got all these new encounters that have been happening over recent times. So, who says this isn't fucking genuine? Because if, if all these ca- encounters that have been happening recently, all these people seeing aliens in the back gardens. Ring, this, going past your ring doorbell. All this new soft disclosure that we're getting from the government and things like that. The American government, not ours, because we've heard nothing about anything. So we, we haven't. Got, we've not... got people in small boats to worry about. Yes, yes. Never mind UF being on the cusp of discovering extraterrestrial life. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Like, I've genuine... I, I've always kind of poo-pooed these people that say anything like this. But... There's a part of me just recently that's been unlocked, which is helping me believe. Have you been having sex with the Queen of the Cat people? A little bit. (laughs) No, it's just helping me believe because you think, well, actually, okay, I'm starting to believe that something is fucking shifting at the minute. There is something happening and we are going to be open. Our minds are going to be opened within the foreseeable future. Not, not It seems that way, doesn't it? And... So this kind of thing is maybe starting to feel a little bit more believable but to me. To me, right, I see I see it all in two different camps. Right? I've got the one camp over here that's your sensible whistleblower-based disclosure approach with a little bit of madness thrown in. I love me some Kelly Hopkinsville. I think that's, I think that's the best alien encounter you'll ever read about. Right? But then you've got this guy just going, yeah, I'm having sex with Queen of the Cat people. Four t- and four times I've heard eight. He has said eight before now. So as a four to eight times a year, he is vanishing, right? What's his constituency thinking about this? Well, first of all, is not what happens if he's a he's opening a shop, and he's just beamed up. Maybe he's taken at night. Well, well, well he's next. He's laying next to his wife. She hasn't noticed. Apparently, his wife isn't impressed. Oh, I wouldn't be if I was her either. <laughs> he's got an intergalactic paramour. <laughs> So has he only just come out with this then? He's been doing the rounds for a few years on this now, to be fair. So this isn't exactly new news. No, no, I've listened to a podcast with him on where he's made some very outlandish claims about his dad, his grandfather being some basically Illuminati in the in the British oh, government. Yeah. Like when when Edward abdicated, he was part of it. His, his granddad was part of the council to decide who's the next king, which. Put to it. See, I find that government. way more believable than that. And then, like, <laughs> his daughter's joined the military and she's got all this top clearance because of who their family is and all this. And you're like, maybe you're trying to push a bit too much more of this. Stick to shagging the Queen of the Cat people because I was interested at that point. But then he 
do think maybe because of the circumstances of what he's telling us, yeah, if it, if it is all true, yeah, and he's been groomed from being in the womb, so that tells you that the aliens have had some kind of. He claims this is to do with bloodlines. So that's what I mean. Maybe His bloodline is going back. He, maybe he's got some alien DNA in him. This is it. This is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Is his great great granddad and what was he an alien? The guy that was controlling right. the fucking who came king after Redwood and things like that. Was that was that like? Do you know what I mean? Like was that a council of aliens in the British thing, Empire? This Illuminati thing. If the Illuminati is real, maybe it's not people. Maybe it is like an alien race that sub-race. is. Like a, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe even a sub race. Maybe not a sub race. Maybe just an actual maybe. fucking race that is just controlling Can us. St. Ike is right. It is the fucking reptilians. <laughs> it could be, couldn't it? I know. Maybe Ike like, might be absolutely spot on for all we know. Yeah, this is it. But obviously, there's so many different theories, and most of which are r- ridiculous and ludicrous. <laughs> That being so, with that particular theory that I've just come up with, it is ridiculous and it is ludicrous. But, but you never know. Just finish reading me. Then the second camp where I put like so all, all the serious stuff, all the disclosure, and then I have stuff like this that fits in that's fun, and I kind of like I like it, and I kind of half think it might be true. You like but, to poke fun. But, <laughs> this, but this, it's, there was a great show How can you not? on Channel 4. It was called Confessions of an Alien Ad- Abductee. I believe it's on Netflix. I watched it again recently. It is that's where the whole UFO scene loses a lot of credibility for me because you've got people that are willing to believe anything, mm. any claim. You had this one woman who she had this massive oh god, a Bet Lynch haircut, Coronation Street. Foreigners oh, might struggle with that. I've but watched like, some of every, this. Every time I get abducted, every time I've KFC done with Jeffrey, and she's living with her like son who's probably just a bit too old to be still living with her <laughs> or she sits there and, has ch- and she's like oh yeah every time I have a KFC I get abducted and he's like no you, he's, he's drugging your KFC and him and his weird mate are banging you with alien, <laughs> with, with alien <laughs> masks on that's what's happening here because <laughs> <Like, you, you, laughs> his mate looked a bit weird as well and it's like and you know he's, she's writing off to this bloke who's belie- and he sends her like a fucking what looks like a love egg to put on the table and said that'll keep him away it works on a frequency it's like oh come on you are talking out of your fucking arse at that point and that's what ruins the whole scene for me in yeah. a way yeah but you know it takes it, detract, it distracts from the real serious stuff and it's a shame but anyway on with the next one that's Simon Parks look Labour politician in the UK thinks he's having sex with Queen of the Cat people, which I am down for. They've started at six, painter David Huggins from Hoback in New Jersey. He's reported being abducted many times. When he told his parents about his encounters once too often, he got a whipping. And he kept quiet after that, unless he liked it, in which case he talked about it more. He doesn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> at 17, he allegedly lost his virginity to an alien-human hybrid named Crescent. That's a pretty name. The female alien-human hybrid, at least? I'm guessing so. (laughs) He was walking to a lake in Georgia when he encountered the alien, who appeared mostly human, with some alien features. I don't know, are you assuming that she's got a small nose and bigger eyes than normal? Maybe no ears? Maybe. Prosthetic ears? Wearing a board, wearing a wig... 
large eyes and a pale pointed face. And she disrobed just like that. Ooh. So he did too. Cause <laughs> <laughs> really? Apparently so. They had sex the first time. He would later say, I just lay down on the ground and she got on top of me. I have no idea why me, I just don't know. Over the years, he has fathered over 50 hybrid children with Crescent. Prolific, isn't he? <laughs> I bet at that point, their babies are just falling out. Oh, unless they're doing uh, vaginal nips and tucks on spaceships. Maybe she has litters. <laughs> Maybe. That's a valid point. We don't know. Many of their sexual trysts were observed by insectile aliens that Huggins identified as the leaders. Well, so you don't want that, do you? I don't want some weird giant housefly looking at me or some praying mantis egging me on, <laughs> See, wrapping, its claw, wrapping its little pincers together to get me into the rhythm. Well, See, well, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm picturing Starship Troopers, I am. Yeah. Look, those, those insectoids. Now, those are arachnoids, arachnids, aren't they? got multiple legs and all. Still. Jory, jory mandibly. They're all insectoids, mm. though, aren't they? Yeah. Well, either way, I don't want a praying mantis like egging me on, like, sitting there smoking no. a cigarette like I'd like to direct the action. <laughs> They're into vorism. I suppose after a while you just get used to it, wouldn't you? Yeah. What? I don't voyeurism. want voyeurism. What, voyeurism. Watching sexual acts. Mm. Live. Watching porn. L- live. Not watching. Like dogging. That was voyeurism. I'd go into a sex show in Amsterdam. Yeah, so watching it live, isn't it? Voyeurism as yeah, opposed yeah. to just what, watching porn. On the porn. screen, like, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, carry on, Ben, because that wasn't the only thing that was watching him. People like this. Oh, yeah. He often saw a number of different alien beings present during his visits with Crescent, including the, obviously, your greys, little weird, creepy, sexist men. Makes makes sense they're watching, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And rubbing their thighs. going on here? Yeah. yeah. Well, I can cool. see him. Rubbing their thighs. They're, like, they're the, definitely the squeaking. ones sitting there in a director's chair with a little beret, a slant <laughs> on their grey head and a little scarf a, around them. And a cigarette hanging yeah. out of their mouth at a jaunty angle. Yeah. <laughs> but guess what, Pete? There was a short alien resembling Sasquatch there with luminous yellow eyes. Baby Sasquatch. Ah, see. I thought it was more like an Ewok with the old eyes. <laughs> little Ewoks. You might have a point there, Claire. Mm. I think describing it as a Sasquatch might be wrong. It might be an Ewok. Mm. They've got glowing eyes, haven't they? No, they haven't. They've got brown eyes, I think. I don't know. I wouldn't like to be on Endor. They've got human eyes, to be fair. They've got a lot of human eyes after all them stormtroopers were killed by them. I wouldn't like to be on Endor at night, being a stormtrooper cut off from my unit. All of a sudden, all you can see in the darkness are these glowing yellow eyes. They didn't have yellow eyes. I know, because imagine if they did. No, no. Nope. Oh, maybe I'm mixing that bit up with another film. Critters. <laughs> they were fucking cannibals, let's put it that way. Could have been a critter. Mysteriously, Huggins also mentions in an interview on Art Blog that there was a guy, very tall and angular, very thin. He has a hair bun on the back of his head, he has red eyes, and he communicates with the insect beings. On one occasion, when Huggins was introduced to the children he had sired at Crescent, he claims that he received a static electricity shock from touching one of the infants. Don't fucking touch him, then. Oh, yeah. Jesus. And when asked to describe an alien vagina, he said, I can't say there was all that much warmth. You've got to remember, your senses are subdued when you're with them. The intense orgasm you would normally feel is toned down. Oh, what's the point then? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like, it, you know, he hasn't that, said yes, so it's hardly consensual either way. It's the best question to ask, though. What did a minge look like? 
<laughs> Can you describe her vag, please? Did you give her cunnilingus? No, no, I'd imagine there's no foreplay. It's purely for the it's purely for scientific reasons at this point, isn't it? Yeah, you basically just you, you're a sperm donor, yeah. but they're being nice to you by letting you have sex. Mm, but you're not really enjoying it anyway because your senses are subdued. So yeah, that's shit. Yeah, although we did go on to create a series of erotic oil paintings <laughs> that you can see in Love and Sources, the faraway world of David Huggins. We've had a look at some of the artwork. It's surreal. Yep. Not as hot as I was hoping she'd be. <laughs> the great Bit alien, of a plain face. Great, the great alien in a wig face doesn't really help matters. No. But she had a hot body. Well. Very human body, wasn't it? Like, mm. That's kind of how he described it, though, wasn't it? Mm. She was very humanoid, just different, slightly alien features. Mm. So. Hmm. Right, let's move on to the next Intriguing. one. Intriguing. According to UFOologist and author Carl Nagatis, a businesswoman from Cheshire, England, with the pseudonym Suzanne Brown, claimed that she was visited repeatedly by an alien called Mirko from 1965 to 1989. He was 150 centimetres tall, only five foot, only little, with shoulder-length blonde hair and a skin-tight jumpsuit. The first encounters took place when Brown was only 12. Nancy, Nancy, Mirko. But she described as relaxed and loving. These encounters continued for years, and Brown reported seeing reported visiting the inside of a spaceship once and seeing small, grey, ageless infants. After the breakdown of her earthly marriage, Brown's relationship with Mirko took a sinister turn. He used mind control to force her into sexual encounters with a vagrant and a prostitute. Oh, and she described the experience as a nightmare that was real. <laughs> Was it real? <laughs> well, that's B to decide, isn't it? Wow, well, that's it, isn't it? Is there a five foot tall alien called Mirko who's controlling her mind, or has she been horribly groomed? Well, she's just been, been that in the pub, drank too yeah. much, and gone gone home with a vagrant and a prostitute, <laughs> and went, I have three, Sam! Well, I suppose you've got to look at the breakdown of her marriage might cause her to sort of have a sort of minor breakdown, yeah, mental yeah. breakdown. Mm. One month later, she discovered she was pregnant. On a tramp fucking... Is <laughs> <laughs> <as> a father. <laughs> well, after another month, she awoke in the night feeling abdominal pains. Mirko was in the room with her. He told her not to worry, that his people were simply taking what was theirs. It's a bit fucking dark, isn't it? She passed out and awoke in a bed of blood, having possibly suffered a miscarriage. Months later, Mirko returned and took her to the spaceship nursery to show her a grey infant. Somehow, I knew that thing had come from my body, she said, and I also knew that it had been removed from my body in the night of Mirko's last visit, and the, his visit stopped entirely after Brown went through the menopause. So, did he, uh, so he's only impregnated her with one, or...? Could have been harvesting her eggs. Essentially, yeah. Well, that's just the one that she remembers. Could have been multiple times, perhaps. Yeah. Or it could be a load of bollocks. Mm. And the tramp impregnated her. And she his carriage. Yeah. Feeling on the fence on this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a mic. Come and join me. I've seen that guy before. Peter Corey. Mm. In 1988, Australian Peter Corey alleged that he was lying in bed 
when he suddenly found himself paralysed and surrounded by strange alien beings. One of them, a tall, thin, golden figure with large black eyes, inserted a needle into the side of his head, and he blacked out, as I would too. Anyone else blacking out from the needle in your head? Yeah. When he regained consciousness, he rushed into the next room to find his family had been, quote, switched off. When they awoke, they believed that only ten minutes had passed, but it had been several hours and Corey had a head injury. Four years later, he dropped his wife at the train station in the early morning and went back home feeling tired and ill. After dozing off, he awoke with a start to find two bizarre-looking naked women in his bed. Result. (laughs) (laughs) One woman had a Nordic appearance in light skin, an elongated face, a sharp chin and blue eyes that appeared about two or three times bigger than those of a human. The other alien looked like an Asian with dark skin, a pageboy haircut and jet black eyes. The Nordic woman, who was six foot tall and very strong, suddenly grabbed Corey's head and forced it to her breast. He tried unsuccessfully to pull away. In shock, Corey bit down on her nipple. Part of it came off his mouth and he swallowed it. The woman was nonplussed by this development and seemed to indicate wordlessly to the other woman that something had gone amiss. Then Corey had a coughing fit and the women vanished, whereupon he had an overwhelming urge to pee. Corey found it difficult to urinate and discovered there was a fine blonde hair wrapped around his foreskin, which he saved in a plastic baggie. The ufologist Bill Chalker claimed to have analysed that hair type, concluding it was from a rare, and I'm going to quote this, a rare Chinese mongoloid type, one of the rarest human lineages known that lies further from the human mainstream than any other except for African pygmies and aboriginals. He would later claim it matched DNA from the Lahu people who live in the border regions between China, Thailand, Myanmar and Laos. So, interesting. Has he just been banging Asian hookers? <laughs> Sounds that way, doesn't it? Hmm. It was the bit where he bit a nipple and swallowed it. That, that, that's, that's the bit that kind of got me. It's like, well, why... why? Why would you even do that? Maybe he wasn't why? like expecting it to come off. You know, it's clearly some you kind spit of... Spit it if out! She's, if she's not like... The woman's not having any reaction to you doing that, maybe it wasn't supposed to come off that easily. Unless maybe they're t- in some kind of weird skin suit. Maybe, maybe yeah. it tasted like a midget gem. Just <laughs> <laughs> like a little, a little midget gem coming off in your mouth. Chewy. <laughs> you know, maybe it was some kind of skin suit. Yeah, either way, fucking weird. Yeah. yeah I don't know why you didn't just have a fucking good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> Two naked women in your bed, just wake up, oh, fuck it. Why the jackpot, I've got, I've got a Swedish bird and engine bird. <laughs> I've just dropped my wife off at the train station, she ain't going to be back for a while. <laughs> well, let's go on the next one. Psychic Stephanie Cohen claims to have had repeated consensual sexual relationships with a group of extraterrestrials she refers to as Team Spirit. I bet she fucking does. The whole group. Oh, she's getting campaigned basically, by Team Spirit. <laughs> she believed that she has entered their UFO in a spirit form while her physical body is asleep. Is that cheating? All these others have been physical yeah. things. This is cheating a little bit. She claims to have had sex and physical orgasms from coupling with a number of different aliens on planets and other celestial bodies throughout our solar system. She's just having wet dreams, basically. 
According to Cohen, these aliens originate from different planets in the Canis Major System and have a number of different forms, including some that resemble the classic greys, uh, others resemble reptiles and cats. All of the Canis Major aliens indulge in sex, particularly the cat people. The cat Ooh, people again. Yeah, they've come up twice. They're little buggers, aren't they? Mm. Well, Ian, an octopus man, is one of her closest <laughs> companions. I bet he is. <laughs> Rich places that another, any other man can't. <laughs> <laughs> in an interview on ITV, there's a, a new a channel in the UK, listener, this morning, on a show called This Morning, Cohen said, he stays quite close to me, Ian, like a spirit boyfriend, well, not a boyfriend, a good spirit friend. He happens to be from the octopus race. Full of shit. Paranormal psychologist Chris French, another guest on the show, claim that her experiences were most likely a form of persistent genital arousal disorder, which is rare and usually not enjoyable. Basically, she gets aroused at random times. Or just all the time. Doesn't explain the aliens fucking her, though, does it? That's, no. that's just her having dr- lucid dreams. Mm. So she's not on the astral plane. She's just having wet dreams, man. That's all it is. She's got a bit... She's got a bit of an overactive imagination, maybe. And yeah, uh, she's just having wet dreams. I, I guess women have them as well, do they? Wet dreams? Well, you wake up and you're just like, oh, that was a bit receptive one. <laughs> All right, okay. Yep. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Ended that conversation very quickly. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, I, that's all I think it is. Well, she claims they're not dreams. She, well, they had sex with her at a bus stop, apparently. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Classy bird. Classy, exactly. Full of shit she is. Uh, what about Jose Inacho Alvaro? On March 2nd, or the day before my birthday, 1978, a power failure hit the house of Brazilian Jose Inacho Alvaro, who went outside to witness what was happening and was among hundreds of witnesses to observe a passing UFO. He described it as grey coloured balls with luminosity around the periphery. It was huge and bright like the sun. I couldn't focus my eyes. After the UFO left and the power returned, Alvaro took a bus to his father's house and while looking out the window he saw the UFO again and felt dazed as though he was being called to walk into a nearby field. Eventually he woke up in the field about a kilometre away with no memory of how he got there. So he, he decided to go for some hypnotic regression. He recalled having sex with a naked alien which he described as tall and plump with light almond shaped eyes and long silver hair. Her breasts were fuller than the breasts of a female of Earth, and her skin was very light, he said. Sounds a little bit like the one that that second dude mm. had it with. Mm. She had good plump breasts from the images he drew. <sighs> Maybe. And she was a... She wasn't no skinny fucking thing. like She no. was not size zero, was she? No, no. Full-figured lady. Well, there's another one. It could be the same alien. Yeah, she's just a slag. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they all look alike. That's just racist. <laughs> They've Fuck all got you, big racist. eyes. I'm just saying. <laughs> you alienist. <laughs> I'd love to have sex with an alien. You hear it here first, guys. <laughs> Any aliens out there? You know how to contact us. Especially the green chick from Star Trek. Oh, what about the green chick from fucking Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, yeah, her too. Green chicks. Green chicks. Looks good. Not the green chick from Red Dwarf. Camille. No, no, no. She was just a polymorphic blob. (laughs) Pamela Stonebrook. 
She's from LA, a professional jazz singer who has a number of erotic encounters with shape-shifting alien with, with a shape-shifting alien reptile. During her first encounter in 1993, she woke up on board an alien spaceship. On this short metallic table were these four little girls, she said in an interview on gettingit.com. They were very frail like the greys, but they had wispy hair, almost like chemotherapy hair. They ran over to me and grabbed my arms and started calling me Mommy. Mommy! <laughs> oh my god, alien cancer kids. What have they done to you? <laughs> No, I'm just kind of seeing Ripley when she goes into that room and she sees all of her fucking... Failed clones. Yeah. Kill me! <laughs> it's a very common thing in the Alien franchise to have people saying kill me all the time, isn't it? It's not the first time it happens. Nope. Mind you, it's also a very common trope for really well-educated people that stick their faces next to something they have no idea what it is. <laughs> It's like, oh, look at that. Wow, just put your face right next to it. Yeah, I think that their, their mask is going to shield their face, don't they? Not an alien covenant. They just went without a mask, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. They just like, eh, fuck it. They just stick my face next to this. It's bad film. Love the spine vest, though. That was cool. Oh, they only turned which way it came out. I know, yeah. <laughs> it's all look fucking awesome. Yeah. But that's the only good thing about the film. <laughs> yeah, that's not even that, like, fantastic. They just turned it around. It was cool, but when it comes at their back into their front. Mm. Mm. During her first encounter with her alien lover, he initially appeared as a handsome, well-built blonde human. It was not until mid-coitus that something changed. She says, all of a sudden, the energy felt totally different. It felt aggressive and the entity felt bigger. Bigger than the person who was inside me, she explained in her interview. Her lover dropped his facade and revealed himself as a reptilian alien, but Stonebrook was beyond caring. <laughs> the telepathic communion was so intense and sensual and emotional. It was everything you would want to feel to be able to surrender in a sexual experience. It was almost like every cell in your body was having an orgasm. It had a kind of playful, kind of bad boy attitude, and it was a kind of sly, slick, and it's really hard to explain, but he was definitely in control. Mm. She loved it then. Mm. She did write an open letter to the UFO community admitting that reptilians are not a politically correct species in the UFO community and to admit to having sex with one must that enjoying it is beyond the pale as far as the more conservative members of that community are concerned. So yeah, no one likes a reptilian. No, she does. I think they've been demonised, haven't they? Old Oikis demonised them. All right. Are you gonna go mid coitus? You be your your this guy, this hypothetical person you're with, goes. Oh, by the way, actually, reptilian, but it's so fucking good. You're like, I oh, screw it, keep doing me, little man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, for us, if, if she turned into a female reptilian, you'd be like, oh well, she's too good to fucking stop now. I don't know, man. I've seen species. Didn't get well with those guys. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll at least finish. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you're not going to rip my head off after this, are you? <laughs> yeah, clarify my safety first. Yeah. Finish on a love sack and then leave. <laughs> yeah. All right, 1956, Elizabeth Clara of South Africa claimed to make contact with extraterrestrials while in the Drakensberg Mountains. 
an article for the Flying Saucer Review. She described how she met Venetians. Venetians? Venetians. 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 Peaceful vegetarians have been watching Earth and were concerned about the violence and brutality of the human race. Yeah, but she's full of shit because she's saying they're from Venus. Yeah. Not so the first Venusian. No, that's before we knew we couldn't possibly hold intelligent life. Yeah, that's actually true. And so we know she's full of shit. Unless underground, perhaps. No, she's full of shit because Venus hasn't been able to sustain life for billions of years, if it ever could, and it certainly wouldn't. So yeah, I, well, actually, I think there shit. might be some life in the clouds. You'd be talking like microbacterial yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. That, Simple, like, that lives like, so many fucking yeah. places. Well, well only on Earth, we know of, but yeah. Mm. Mm. Not our first Venusian. Nope. Valiant Thor, the man who yeah. was advising the White House. Again, that was at a time before we knew about... That's why I thought that one was bullshit. There's pictures of him. <laughs> Just a man. <laughs> it's a really tall man. <laughs> Your point being? <laughs> Just could be an alien. Could be a basketball player. Most likely. Or a, or a shaved Sasquatch. <laughs> I was going to bring him out to shave in them Sasquatches, Annie. <laughs> now, now get having, having sex with this female Sasquatch, I'll get down with that. I don't, I, you know what? I don't think I've ever found any sexual encounters with Sasquatch recorded. Oh, God, that would be a scary one, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'm just thinking of, is it Mush Mush? Or whatever. Snoo Snoo, that's it. From Futurama. Snoo Snoo! Death by Snoo Snoo! My pelvis just gets grown to dust. <laughs> it's interesting, a lot of people at the time were making very similar claims that, especially with Venusians, there was a thing about Venus. Oh, and the human race is brutal, get rid of your nuclear weapon so we can move in and take your Earth from you, maybe. Men are from Venus. Yeah, women no, women are from Venus. Men are from Mars, aren't they? Yeah. Women yeah. from Venus. Mm. It's a saying, isn't it? Well, Elizabeth claims she was only 10 years old when she first encountered a UFO, making telepathic contact with Akon, the being inside. Her father, who also saw the object, speculated that it was a meteor, but Elizabeth replied it was actually a spaceship that just def- deflected a meteor that had been on a collision course with Earth. Ugh, She also claimed that a Zulu headman told her that she was destined to climb a mountain and have an encounter with heaven dwellers. Yeah, well, he was probably off his fucking tits. Because <laughs> most of them are. <laughs> After several more sightings, Elizabeth made physical contact and entered the spaceship. Akon and his shipmate Sharon came from a civilization located on the seven planets orbiting Proxima Centauri. Akon was a handsome older man with striking eyes and golden hair. He claimed to be a scientist. He also told her that he had been watching her since she was a child. Oh, Jesus. We rarely mate with Earth women, he said. When we do, we keep the offspring to strengthen our race and infuse new blood. Yeah, full of shit. <laughs> in the Flying Saucer Review article, Elizabeth claimed that she had made love with Akon in his spaceship while Sharon collected plant samples outside <laughs> to give them privacy. Like, Sharon! Get out there and pick some fucking flowers. <laughs> I'm going to close the deal. <laughs> it's ten quid, got the pictures. <laughs> a bit of cock block. <laughs> See, if it hadn't been the fact that she said they were from Venus. Well, these ones are. These are from Proxima Centauri, but she's met people from Venus too. But if it weren't for that, you find it more believable. You're down for the rest of it. 
Well, yeah, but I don't believe it because she started with Venus. So she was clearly talking shit anyway. You, the thing is, you don't know what's on Venus. You haven't personally been and you're only relying right, on what NASA, you're right. never a straight answer, is telling you. You're right. I mean, for all we know, there could be stuff living in the methane clouds. Of, we don't know. It could be a civilization. That we don't know. You're only, go, you're only going on what NASA's telling you. But also going on scientific, scientific findings. But they're not going to tell you if there's a civilization. No, no, but it would, it would certainly show very hard to find life on planets that are outside a certain distance from in, the sun that it's orbiting. What if they mean inside the inside the certain distance? No, it's hard to find anything with life outside the certain distance. So anything that's further away than pretty much Earth we're, is, we're in the Goldilocks zone. Know, exactly. Goldilocks anything zone. that's further away from that Goldilocks zone, it's almost impossible to think. Mars well, yeah. and Venus are in the Goldilocks zone. Just yeah, but they're not at the peak of it. But all those scientists could be just telling you that you're right. You are right. You don't know, do you? No, no one's ever been there. Until we do, we won't fucking know. Yeah, big science is lying to you, Pete. It's so, telling you the Earth's round, and there's not people living on Venus. <laughs> but no, if it weren't for that, I'd have found it all a bit more believable. But yeah. she just lost me with Venus. Uh, well, fair enough. The Venus thing takes away your credibility. It does, though, I think. Not in the 50s, though. You'd have been like, oh, wow. She would have known that in the 50s, wouldn't she? So uh-huh. She should have picked Mars. I'd pick Mars, anyway. Mars is cooler. Been done, though, hadn't it? Yeah, more of the worlds, I exactly. guess. Go, maybe that's why none of these are from Mars. It caused her a panic, wouldn't it? <laughs> the next the next fucking planet <laughs> along. Oh, <laughs> shit. Mengzun. I'm going to have to butcher this guy's name. Meng Zhaogu, a logger in China's Heiliang province, was hard at work at the Red Flag Logging Camp in 1994. Let's, let's presume that the Red Flag Logging Camp is actually a work camp. <laughs> I think it would be Zhaogu as well, because ZH, I think, is Z yeah. as opposed to Z. I want to call him Meng. Yeah, but I, I'm just going by the uh, Formula One yeah. driver. Uh, maybe, don't do Formula 1. And he spied a mysterious metallic object shimmering on a nearby mountainside. Suspecting it was a downed helicopter, he set out to investigate, hoping to collect scrap metal. But when he came near the wreckage, something hit him in the head and he blacked out. Probably the guard who's been following him. <laughs> <laughs> Three paces behind at all times. <laughs> and I go, oh, I'll go cut this scrap metal off this downed helicopter, not trying to see if anyone survived. Help them in some way. Nah, nah, I want to start pinching bits off it. <laughs> times are tough in China. Chinese pikey. <laughs> no, I was going to say that, but I thought, no, I'm not going to say that word because it might be offensive. <laughs> Claire don't care. When he regained consciousness, he was initially confused and unable to communicate. He'd also developed an irrational fear of iron. <laughs> Later at home, when he was in bed, Meng awoke to find himself levitating. An alien woman appeared. She was three metres, ten foot tall. Fucking hell. So, alright, I'm not being funny here. China. Not known for being the tallest of people, are yeah, they? Yeah, she's probably six foot. <laughs> so he's probably, I don't know, five four, five six yeah. at, at best. At the most. And, and this woman's three metres. I'm five eleven, five ten, right? A three metre tall woman's going to be a bit of a fucking struggle for me, in all fairness. 
Nearly twice your height. Exactly. You know, I'm not going to say no. I needed to do a fair play to him. Because... Uh, uh, they're all the same height when they're lying <laughs> down, my friend. I know, she could have shaved her legs. Oh, yeah. Well, she did have 12 fingers and braided leg hair. <laughs> oh, no. Well, at least it was braided. <laughs> she straddled him mid-air, right? And they had sex for 40 minutes. Now he's a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it left him with a jacket scar five centimetres or two inches long. This sounds like fucking... This is just rape. Yeah, and it sounds like she's impregnated him. There's <laughs> only one problem I'm finding. The twelve fingers. Oh. <laughs> right. That's well, just like... That's not me being... I, be, I, I believe it's pixelated anyway. <laughs> But they, they, I've never ever I seen. I've, I've never spent time staring at Chinese people's dicks. <laughs> no, but generally, when you. When I've you, never met any actually. I've met a Chinese. Can suggest that, that Chinese men that are not only short in stature, they're you know less less package in. All I'm going by is what I've watched in on Maybe video. The Chinese donkey shoes. <laughs> I think you should branch out to some Chinese porn and well, check it out. Our Chinese porn would be awful. You'd have a picture of Chairman Mo in the background staring at you. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Chinese porn, to be honest. I bet they don't release it. Oh, let's put this they way. don't have it, do they? They're not allowed. Shut up, it's got to be going on. No, it's communist country, isn't it? They're very, they're very strict, aren't they? They won't have that sort of... They were going to do a thing with internet points, right? So if you're looking at good stuff on the internet, stuff that's educational, pro-China, pro-communist stuff, Mm -hmm. you get more points, and that means you can get a better job, somewhere better to live, better life. If you're looking at porn and naughty stuff, you get lesser stuff, so you get less opportunities in a shitter house. I don't know whether they brought that in, but they were considering it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't know about the porn bit. Though. Well, we'd all think... be fucked, wouldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be homeless. <laughs> We'd be living in a little shan- shanty town, wouldn't we? Fuck it out. They call that shanty wank town. Yeah. <laughs> I got kicked out of it. <laughs> where, where, where do you live? Ah, oh, Spunk Town. <laughs> Where's that? Oh, it's just the other side of Wank, wank Town. Yeah. Don't show the black lights. <laughs> Left of Shit Street. <laughs> Oh, all the street lights are black lights. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere's just glowing. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to Meng. Blessing. About a month later, Meng woke up and found himself levitating again. Oh no, she's coming back. Oh God. <laughs> this time, floating through his ceiling into a waiting spaceship hovering overhead. Oh. In an interview with the Huffington Post, he said he spoke to the aliens within. He said, they said in Chinese, but with a heavy accent, so it was hard for me to understand at first, that they were refugees. Like me, they wanted to escape their former lives, so they left their dying home. He asked to see the woman whom he'd had sex, and it was, and was told it was impossible. However, the aliens told him, in 60 years on a distant planet, the son of a Chinese peasant will be born. 60 years? <laughs> Have they just taken his sperm? 
Well, no, is that is that the gestation period? It could be the gestation it could period, be. but or it could just be the stasis time of yeah. the yeah. travel yeah. back to their home planet. She's in stasis for that many years, she'll get there. In and then, 60 years, yeah. she'll be out, baby born within a few months, bosh. Bloody get everywhere, the Chinese, isn't they? <laughs> Well, there is a yeah. billion of them. You see quite a bit of bleeping out from this, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> mm, well, all I was thinking though, big ten foot woman like that, yeah. We've done it. She ain't gonna feel shit. It's all. I think it's all about the sperm collection. Yeah. Do they have very strong sperm? There's a billion Chinese people. That's a good point. <laughs> they have fucking super sperm. What they lack in stature, they make up in strength. Nice save, Pete. And maybe girth. No. Oh. Afraid not. Not from what I've seen, anyway. <laughs> How many Chinese dicks have you seen? <laughs> oh, How many? What's many, the la- many, what's many. The, what's the laundry men on that Navy ship, was it? <laughs> have you ever seen me hanging outside the back of Chinese restaurants? Like <laughs> glory old. Yeah. That's what it's for, isn't it? That explains your nickname, glory old Pete. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, we're all joking, by the way. We're not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You got a little something right there on your chin. Oh, it can't be a strong young guy. <laughs> oh no, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Men gained. They also told him he would see his child one day, but they didn't give him details. Well, as he will probably be dead by the time they get back. <laughs> I was just thinking then. So 60 years time, it's going to be born, you're, you're going to see your child one day. You're, like, a, you're a logger in a work camp in China, mate. You ain't living another 60 years. Unless. <laughs> you'll be last a week. Maybe they were planning on re-abducting him at a later point and taking him back to their home planet and then he could be able to meet his child. Maybe. Men gain notoriety as the first Chinese person to have sex with an alien. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, a count has garnered a mixed reaction from the general public and China's UFOologist community. Oh, shit. In the end, a university professor offered him a job maintaining a boiler in Harbin, and his story is still frequently brought up whenever a UFO is spotted in, uh, spotted in uh, Haiyongjiang. Yang. So when, when did this happen? 1994. Okay, so did he say how old he was at the time? No. No. Okay. Hmm. Wonder if he's still around. He's fixing that boiler for that professor. (laughs) (laughs) Whether he's been (laughs) reabducted. I mean, how how you know? How much work does that take just to maintain a boiler? I mean, is he there seven days a week or what? Good question. (laughs) <laughs> is he running like the college's boiler like underneath he's shoveling coal into it or just it, the professors in his in his office is he, just, is he always on the go with a coal bucket like which likes yeah. more heat professor and oh, like, no no okay with the moment Yang just men <laughs> oh, you're right Yang <laughs> the professor's an alien uh, and he's been like old looking like, after him yeah yeah oh no no he's still working for us <laughs> yeah yeah he is yeah I saw him yesterday yeah Shit. When, when are we going to tell him we've took him back to our own planet? Yeah. All right, yeah. How are we going to explain his disappearance? Don't just keep telling him he's still working for you. All right, then. Okay. 
Yeah, he's still fixing me boiler. <laughs> Troublesome boiler, that is. <laughs> Never worked. Never worked for 60 years. <laughs> Bloody Chinese workmanship, communist workmanship. I mean, glorious Chinese workmanship that it is. <laughs> no shit, if it was made in China, yeah, it was bound to be needed. Yeah, it? it was re- very, very frequent repairs. Yes. Last one, then. During the 1950s, and this other, we did cover this on the first one, but the guy's name is Antonio Villas-Boas, and he used to manage Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same guy, but a guy with the same name. It's Andre Villas-Boas. Ah, it's close, though. His brother. Could be his dad. <laughs> Could be the alien son. Oh, it's the 50s, it's probably his son. Yeah. Oh, he was Argentinian, wasn't he? Ah, it's cl- close yeah, enough. Maybe, maybe he moved. Born in Argentina. She was an alien fuck, so yeah. the sounds of it. Anyway, he was playing a field alone at 1am when a red light in the sky came towards him rapidly. It was an egg-shaped craft which landed in front of his tractor. He tried to turn the motor on so he could get away, but the tractor wouldn't start. When he attempted to run, he was grabbed by a small creature in a weird uniform that resembled a diver's suit with goggles. He shoved the creature away, but was immediately captured by three more of the entities and forced into a small metal room in the waiting spacecraft. I like he just fucking shoved the one on the fuck you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> then three just dogpile him. These humans are a bit tougher than we thought. <laughs> fucking you know, they're gonna be a pushover. <laughs> right, come on, let's all get him. His captors held him down, arguing with each other in their dog-like barking language. Then they undressed him, giving him a sponge bath of a clear, odorless liquid. They took a sample of his blood and left him in a cell with a comfortable bed. He lay down but soon realised the creatures were piping some kind of gas into the room and feeling nauseated he vomited in the corner. Suddenly he was joined by a curious looking woman. Her almond shaped eyes extended farther around her head than human eyes generally should. She also had high cheekbones, an oval face and a pointed chin. Her silver blonde hair looked bleached but her armpit and pubic hair were bright red. Sounds a bit like the one from earlier again. Silvery that intergalactic hussy. <laughs> silvery blonde hair and that. And They've all got silvery blonde hair, haven't they? So it looks more mysterious, doesn't it? Looks more sci-fi. Yeah. Well, they're just a very rapey race, obviously, aren't they? They like to rape humans. They're very hirsute as well, aren't they? They're hairy. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it's just actually a normal grey in a wig and a bodysuit. A man, like a male grey, just getting his kicks. Yeah, because it's all about the sperm collection, so maybe it's like a skin suit they're wearing, and you fucking do like a like fucking a, a, a rubber doll almost. <laughs> it's a lot of experience with that idea. No, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking like, you know, one of these. Because they're all just grazing wigs. <laughs> Aren't they? No. They are a bit. Some of them reptilians. Okay. She's Nordic. got high cheekbones, this one. Anyway, I want to hear more about this. It's kind of sexy. <laughs> <laughs> she approached him, pressing her body against his. Suddenly he became aroused. Mm-hmm. I began to get excited, he explained later. I ended up forgetting everything and held this woman close to me, corresponding to her favours with greater ones of my own. I like the fact that he's just up for it. Yeah. He's like, he's just some Brazilian farmer. All of his, he's, he's playing a field. Next thing you know, he's getting fucked by an alien chicken. He's just going with it. He's playing a field. Next thing, he's playing yeah. an alien. <laughs> the woman refused to kiss him, preferring to bite his chin and make animal noises. 
When she was done with him, she briefly pointed at her belly and then toward the sky. A moment later, she was gone. Although he enjoyed it at the time, Antonio would later lament, all they wanted was a good stallion to improve their stock. <laughs> Sunglasses on. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> Rock music, please. You know, maybe a flyover of jets. Walks off into the sunset. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He is, I like to think that he is effectively hell from Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah. Yeah, somehow. Somehow. He wandered into the next room where the other entities were talking. At first they ignored him, but when Antonio tried to steal a clock-like device as proof of his encounter, the alien sub notice, kicked him off the ship, and then it shot into space, disappearing forever. <laughs> That's <laughs> a dream. Him. That's a dream. Should have just asked him, shouldn't he? Should have been like, mate, right, seriously... Give me a little something. A souvenir. Why can't you give me a souvenir? Uh, You've had something from me. Let me have something from you. They're like, that was your orgasm. Then fuck off. (laughs) They went, what do you reckon? Close encounters of the sexy kind. Fucking hilarious. (laughs) I do love it. Load of bollocks. 90% of it, I reckon. There's not been many in the recent times, has there? They were all, you know... Yeah, people... Pre-2000, weren't they? That's, this kind of thing's died off a little bit now, actually. You don't hear as much about it's it. because they've realised how shit we are. No, because it's moved on to ghosts now. Ghosts are sexy. Mm. Well, it's all that plastic in that fucking... All that lead in the air. Yeah. To be fair, if the ghost of Marilyn Monroe wanted to come and have a go... Well, that one bird had Marilyn Monroe at a wedding with that, that's that 18th century soldier. That's why I went with Marilyn Monroe, because yeah. I know she's around. <laughs> so it's like... Hey, if you're listening, feel free to come wake me up tonight, Marilyn. What about if it's an alien dressed as Marilyn Monroe? Crack on. With its big eyes. As long as she still looks like Marilyn Monroe enough and she's got a fit body. Yeah, and she's not going to eat me afterwards. Crack on. Just there for your sperm. That's fine by me. <laughs> Mate, she's fucking off a few thousand light years away. No CSA to worry about. Intergalactic CSA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd get the intergalactic police come knocking on your door. <laughs> like you owe seventeen thousand bingin yons. Yeah, there's like what? A, a squid, a, a squid, and a, a, a policeman's hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's an octopus guy. The one with the octopus guy impressed me. It's like I can see why she's with Ian the octopus. Well, he'd get every orifice in one, couldn't he? I bet them suckers have got, you know. Sucky. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Caressing. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yes. Until that happens to me, I can't really say yay or nay, can I? Though compelling evidence, I must admit. Where was the evidence? <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, it's all anecdotal, isn't it? Eyewitness testimony. Of course it is. dreams, isn't it? Let's face it. The vivid dreams or... This is why you've not seen any of it from like recent times, well, because everyone's got their phone next to their heads. Well, like Pete said at the beginning, we, we don't know for sure. That's why you've got to be on the fence, haven't you? Yeah. The Chinese guy is actually quite interesting, because how much is he going to know of UFO culture? He's a logger in China in 1994. How much is he going to know about that sort of thing? How much is he going to know what a grey looks like? There was probably a Chinese X-Files. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it. Exile <laughs> 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 I don't know, man. I think that's an interesting question. How does he know what greys look like? He's, it's China in 1994. He's a, he's a logger. 
Yeah. Alright, I suppose it's conceivable he might have what, what do you, you can't even 1994 watch. for sure. Yeah, alright. Fire in the Sky was the 80s, wasn't it? He might have seen Fire in the Sky. It was the 90s. Oh, was it? He may, may have seen it. I think it was 94, actually. Oh, so maybe, maybe he just picked the cinema to see if we got sent off to the logging camp. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny why he was there. <laughs> well, okay. Casual encounters of the sexual kind. Thumbs up for me. I'm, 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 is that me? Well, I'm all for it. <laughs> as long as they don't eat me. But like I said, yeah, crack on. Not sure whether I'll relieve it, but yeah. You're going to turn down, Mike, you're usually on the fence. I said, no, I said I'm on the fence, but because you don't know for certain, but 99% sure it's probably dream. So if Raina Wick turns up tonight, yeah, but yeah. we'll see then, won't we? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if, if some fucking Nordic. Grey styled alien last turns up in your bedroom tonight, would you shag it? <laughs> Happy she wants days, you to. It? Happy days. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. So we're all on board then. Yeah, yeah. there we're you go. It's the first time in ages. Hey! hey. And on that bombshell. Well, moral sexual deviance, of course. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bombshell. <laughs> we had a bombshell previously. I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Don't do the fray, Brave, and don't join a call. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out, Mother Force. Be Flavor-Aid. 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 And I've been Pete. Don't drink the Flavor-Aid either. <laughs> <laughs>